0: hello there my hearty friend welcome to episode 24 of the my heart and mind podcast thank you for joining me suffering from fatigue and losing your mojo after a heart issue isn't unusual this is the second episode in my series helping you to rediscover your get up and go in a way that preserves your health and your life hello and welcome to the my heart and mind podcast where it's all about creating the feel-good mindset so you can make the most of every moment and reap the benefits of getting the most happiness out of life. And now, over to your host, Sally Crawley. I'm Sally Crawley, a heart attack and breast cancer warrior who loves cats, coffee and cars. Together, we're going to explore the art of living happy after a cardiac heart trauma. My show is about helping you to get your emotional power back to gain control of your life, your mind and your body. After a heart attack, heart surgery or when living with heart disease, it's not just your physical body that has life-altering changes and needs rehabilitation. Your emotions, your life and your world can be in turmoil too. I will help you focus on and influence your mindset, your thoughts and feelings so you can feel good now. It's about supporting you to make the lifestyle changes that will allow you to reduce your risk factors and love the life you live. My disclaimer though, in brief, if you have any concerns about your health or your heart, then get expert medical advice immediately. If you're thinking about making any major changes in your life, also check with your doctor. My work is not intended to replace conventional medicine. It is purely complementary. Today, I'm talking about fatigue again. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about what fatigue feels like, what's the difference between tiredness and fatigue, why we get fatigue, what it is and what causes it. And I also shared four suggestions to help you accept and recognise the impact of the physical and emotional side of fatigue. If you haven't listened to it yet it's episode 21 called fatigue the what the why and the how to work it out I'll link to it in the show notes this week I'm going to be talking more about the how to with more tools and ideas to help you manage fatigue and conserve your energy but before I do how did you go with last week's relaxation I hope you enjoyed it and have continued to use the affirmations this week it's the repetition that actually counts As I mentioned in the previous episode when I talked about fatigue, non-sleep deep rest, NSDR, is a great tool for not only relaxing, but to help you re-energise. I also mentioned about getting checked out by the doctor and keeping a sleep record. Hopefully this will have helped you identify the obvious causes of your fatigue and will give you the confidence to try other tools and protocols to help you feel better and manage your fatigue. Unfortunately, there may not be a cure, a pill, a medicine or a quick fix for fatigue, but that doesn't mean to say you have to let life pass you by. There are things that are within your sphere of influence that can help you manage the fatigue and learn to live your life happy. So let's get started or continue with sleep. Get the best night's sleep as possible. Reduce all use of technology such as phones, watching TV, etc. at least an hour before bedtime. Wind yourself down in the evenings, lower the lights and try to keep to a regular routine for your bedtime. If you do find that you're tired during the day and you want to take a nap, there's nothing wrong with that. However, there is a right way to do napping so that it doesn't impact on your night's sleep. I'll explain why in another episode, but here's the optimum way to have a cat nap. How to nap successfully. The first thing is keep it between 20 to 30 minutes or less. This will avoid going through a complete sleep cycle and you'll only burn off a little bit of the sleep drive so you can be more awake without affecting your bedtime sleep. Two, keep it short and sweet. Use a timer is a good idea because sometimes if you're having a bit of a nap and you're enjoying it, you can kind of just run on a bit. Then you start using up your sleep drive. The earlier in the day, the better late morning or early afternoon, not later than 2 to 3 p.m. And with our diets, make sure you're drinking enough water as sometimes you can feel tired when you're slightly dehydrated. I mentioned about having regular bedtimes, but the same applies for eating as well. Try to eat on a regular schedule as it will help maintain energy throughout the day. It's best not to overeat or have large meals Little and often can work well. When you've eaten a large meal, your body will use a lot of energy to digest it. Try not to skip a meal though, as this can allow your blood sugar to dip, making you feel tired. It's good to eat enough protein and foods rich in iron. Avoid sugar and caffeine, as well as alcohol and marijuana, as they generally make fatigue worse gradually reduce down until you can abstain completely for four weeks to see if you feel less tired. So that covers off sleep and diets and I started with the avoids here so uh, here's another thing on the don't list. Let's talk about travel. Fatigue and driving are not a good combination. Make sure you've got a plan just in case for your safety and the safety of others. It's worth carrying something you can use as a pillow or a blanket in the boot or trunk of your car. Pay attention to the warning signs of drowsiness on the road. If you become aware of doing any of the following, then you should pull over and take a nap or change driver. Each on its own may not be a cause for concern, but more than one, then you need to really think about safety. So, yawning and blinking. Not remembering the last few miles that you've driven, missing an exit, drifting across a lane, maybe driving onto the Rumble Strip or having trouble staying focused. As I said, on their own, because, you know, sometimes I miss a turning or I might not remember because I've driven this path so many times that it's just something I do unconsciously. But a combination of these is definitely cause to stop and evaluate. So what tips have I got for life and self-awareness? This is quite an important part of managing your fatigue. Start keeping a journal. I found that after my heart attack, I kept loads of journals. It's really worth keeping something to hand. Maybe it's just a random notepad or something nice and jazzy, something that you'd like to use. But pay attention to what triggers your fatigue. Is there any activities that make you more fatigued than others? Is there a particular time of the day or times of the day even? Learn to identify the early signs of fatigue too. You know, does your mood change? Do you start to feel more irritable or become more uh, distracted? Once you can recognise the early signs, you'll feel that you have a little more control. This will then allow you to stop an activity before getting too fatigued. We all make attention or memory slips from time to time but these become more frequent when we're tired and fatigued. A couple of suggestions would be when trying to focus your mental attention on something specific, it's a good idea to remove all distractions, like turning off background noise. Even the washing machine or the dishwasher can be quite distracting. Use technology as reminders to set alarms to help you stay on track and achieve things. Keeping a list of things to do and plans for the day, etc., are great because you can then tick things off. You get a buzz of satisfaction from the act of completing and then again when you tick it off and cross it off your list. It's important to accept the reality that your to-do list is not going to be easily achieved as it used to be. I always find by writing the list, I get it all out of my head and it reduces the overwhelm. Then I can prioritise things that I want or must get done today, keeping it down to just a few. Now, this one's really quite interesting. Do you talk to yourself? Notice what you are saying in your head to yourself. Do you find yourself saying, I am so tired? To yourself, maybe, or to other people, I'm exhausted. I haven't got the energy. As I'm just speaking those words now, I'm feeling my shoulders dropping down and I am actually feeling tired. If so, then I would like you to consider what would happen if you changed that self-talk. Not to something that's unbelievable and untrue, like I'm feeling energised and on top of the world, but to something that is empowering and meets your energy at that level. So for example, if you find yourself saying, I'm so tired, I can't do this. How about changing it to, I am okay and I will do what I can. Or maybe you hear yourself saying, I'm always exhausted and I can't do what I want to. Then I suggest changing it to, my energy flows up and down throughout the day. I will rest when I need to and take advantage of the up times." Another thought might be, what's the point? I'm never going to get any better. Change this to, I'm going to have a go and I'm going to do my best. These just small changes in the way that you talk to yourself and others can make a huge difference and perhaps in another episode i'll uh, think of some ways where i can demonstrate this another thing is to have a voice remember that it is a sign of strength to ask for help it's not weakness at all ask for what you need delegate and oversee if you have to People like being asked to help. It makes them feel good and it makes you happy and it is actually a win-win for both parties. So remember, use your voice, ask. People can only say no and more often it might be no for right now, but they can negotiate and do something a little later. Lifestyle and exercise. Physically, despite being tired, exercise will help increase your energy and reduce your fatigue. Always speak to your doctor if you're thinking of taking up an active sport or activity that that might challenge you. But fatigue, I would suggest doing some gentle modified to suit your condition, stretching or yoga. Getting out for a walk, especially in nature, is healing and energising for the mind and the body too. I like to stand barefoot on the ground and use breathing exercises to raise my energy. Another idea would be, why not see if you can find a new or re-energise an old hobby or interest that absorbs you. You might want to consider volunteering perhaps. Be sure to explain about your fatigue, they'll definitely understand. And you can choose what you do and make a difference to other people and other causes by getting involved. Another idea to raise your get up and go would be to watch a funny film or read a funny book. I'm sure you've had your favourites, but there are plenty to watch on Netflix and other streaming networks. For ideas, you can download my no-cost gift called Finding Laughter. It's my curated list of 94 movies, TV series, books and songs that will put a smile on your face. I'll add that to the show notes later. So wrapping up now, my most important thoughts about managing your fatigue are... Respect your recovering body, what it can do today and what it can't. I would recommend alternating periods of activity and rest. And while you're resting, plan what you'll do when you're more able. So that concludes my top tips and ideas for today. Give one or two of them a go and see how it it happens for you. Remember, it's different strokes for different folks and what works for some doesn't work for others. You are unique. Keep an open mind and take good care of your energy. But what might stop you? I think it goes back to that inner dialogue that I mentioned before, that inner chatter that we have with ourselves. If you find yourself saying, I'm too fatigued to even bother, then I'm going to say to you, I appreciate how hard it might seem. But if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. Set yourself a challenge not too big, and find one thing and give it a go. So recapping today, the top tips and tools and rules I have shared with you cover the areas of your sleep, nutrition, being safe when travelling, becoming more self-aware, what you can do for your lifestyle changes, and finally, loving and respecting your body. So thank you so much for listening today and I hope you get at least one or two things from today's show. I really, really appreciate it. And don't forget, you can download my no-cost gift, Finding Laughter. It's a curated list of 94, I couldn't find 100, movies, TV series, books and songs, and they should put a smile on your face and laughter does raise your energy. So... What's coming next week? Well, I'm hoping to have a guest on my show, Donna Newton. She's a cardiac physiologist and cardiac coach. So it's not just my voice you'll be hearing next time. Make sure you subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss out. And remember, if you're on Facebook, you can come over and join me and others in the My Heart and Mind community. So it leaves me to just say that the beat goes on one moment at a time and I'll speak to you again real soon. Take good care. Bye bye for now. You've been listening to Sally Crawley and the My Heart and Mind podcast, a show for you if you've had a heart attack, cardiac event or other life changing experience and want to feel good. It's all about mastering your feelings and emotions so you can feel great and live the life you love. To find out more, visit www.myheartandmind.co.uk and note that that's an AND and not the ampersand character. Go be magnificent.